Brilliant Misfits, episode 43. And it is a real flow. It's not a pushing, it's not a striving, it's not a struggle. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brilliant Misfits. I'm your host, Aisha Kennedy. I'm going to take you through another little journey with what we talked about last week in last, the last episode with Karen Geddes, who is a mentor. She's an intuitive mentor for coaches and entrepreneurial women and some men. And we talked a lot about intuition because that is her specialty. She really wants people to understand that they are intuitive beings, that they can leverage their intuition and live a life that's less stressful. In other words, just working smarter and not harder, energetically smarter and not harder. And I want to tap into that a little bit in the creative process because that really is what the creative process is. It's not about working harder and that doesn't mean you don't do hard work, but the feeling, the sensation is one of lightness. So for example, when you're creating something, and that can be anything because we are creative beings, doesn't mean that you have to be an quote-unquote artist and pick up a paintbrush, but the process of creating something, you're taking something that doesn't exist, you're bringing it into existence. That's my favorite definition of creativity and creating. Taking something that doesn't exist and bringing it into existence. So when you do that, how do you start? So the talk with Karen was really about finding out how you work intuitively. How does information, how does guidance, how does the universe speak through you and to you? How does that come to you? And she listed those four things, which is were visual, auditory, feeling, sensation, and just knowing on the deepest core. You just get that gut feeling and you just know. So recognizing those four things that she talked about and I think they can be really really helpful in the creative process so instead of trying to work it all out in our heads and this is you know this is not anybody's um, you know problem or fault or whatever label you want to give it this is just how we've been conditioned and also growing up in a more patriarchal society this is what we were taught that we had to work it out and figure things out and, you know, use our brains. And our brains are wonderful things, but only in service to that deeper and greater part of who we are, which is so much bigger than the mind. And when we tap into that, then the brain, the mind, whatever you want to call it, comes into serving that and helping you create the structures and organizing and whatever you need to do to put that creation out into the world. So I think it's such a beautiful combination, creating an intuition. So when you're about to start something, creating it, it's good to just empty out and not really 
try to think about it or think through it, but just empty out and do what we talked about on the show, different ways of meditating. You know, you can meditate in a traditional way, but you can also meditate by just being really present with whatever activity you're doing so that even just chopping vegetables can be very meditative. And when you sort of empty out, things start to float through and ideas and this and that, and you can start to pay attention to those a little more and start to really feel into those things intuitively, understanding whether you're a visual, intuitive, and auditory one. And I don't know the terms, but you can listen back on the show with Karen as she explains it so eloquently. But it is important that we're tuning in in that very, very beginning process. Don't try to squeeze it into an outcome or some vision that you have. Just have a general, a very general vision of, okay, I want to create this and this is how I I see it going into the world and how it's going to affect people, how it's going to affect me. And start just from there and then just invite guidance of what the next step is. And it does require action. You do have to actually start something and and then more and more information will come through. So you might want to just sit there and think you're going to get the whole big caboodle all at once. And maybe you do, but sometimes, mostly, you probably won't. And it requires you to just start taking some action. So I do use a lot of um, artistic examples because in the act of creating a piece of art, you do actually sort of step out of your mind a little bit. You're you're just starting, you're using your energy, you're feeling into your energy body and using your energy. Or if you're drawing something that you're looking at, you're actually looking and not thinking about what you're seeing, but you're just seeing the shapes, the colors, like you've never seen it before. And you're just putting that down on your canvas or on a piece of paper. And I use that example because what I'm saying is it's bypassing. It's bypassing what Karen said in the show, in the episode. You're bypassing the monkey mind. You're bypassing the ego. And sure, you know, you can be in the process and hear those voices, but you're aware that those voices are not coming from that deeper place within you. So you can let them just hang out in the background. You know, they can be on the bleachers. And instead, you just in this other process. And as you start to take action in your process of creating, more and more steps come forward. You, and you might find yourself actually going in a different direction than you thought. So do allow that to happen. So it becomes this sort of little exciting journey that, oh, I thought it was going here, but all of a sudden, oh, look, it's going in this direction. And have that sort of enjoyment and delight that a child has when it's creating something. You know, they just really light up when they're creating something and they're so happy with it. They don't really care that maybe they wanted it to look this way, but it ended up looking that way. They, they're just so happy anyway. they like, oh, look at this. So I want you to have that sort of same childlike approach to what you're creating and really start opening up the channel of your guidance or intuition to come through in your creative process. And one of the things that Karen mentioned at the very, very beginning was it was like following breadcrumbs. Now, I love that saying, following breadcrumbs. And I think 
when you feel into that, it's like life is placing these things down, these little gems for you, these little pieces of nourishment, and you're just following them, picking them up, and then the next one, and then the next one. And that's the beautiful creative process. And it is a real flow. It's not a pushing. It's not a striving. It's not a struggle. Um, I think what Karen and I were talking about in the show is that you get into this flow. And that's really what how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live in flow, not in struggle, not in this striving, pushing, trying to, you know, make it happen. But allowing, this whole thing of allowing, it's very feminine, allowing, receiving, yielding. And the whole thing about, you know, I see women getting so busy and that busyness is really about being in fear in a way. If you think about it, why am I so busy? Because you don't want to feel what's happening. Maybe you don't want to listen to the guidance, but you know, you think that you need to be here instead of where you're you're at at the moment. And so just wiping that out and just saying, well, I'm here right now and being okay with that and really being okay with that. It really doesn't take much to just stop yourself and say, hang on, why am I striving so much to be here? I'll get there. I can trust. I know that the universe has my back. And just allowing that process to unfold, allowing your own timing. You know, nobody's like keeping score here. And I think that in the entrepreneurial world, in the online entrepreneurial world, it can be this this thing that happens energetically to us where we feel like we should be further along. And, And we don't trust in our own timing. We don't trust that it is unfolding. And that's why I think celebrating all the achievements that we do, all the little tiny things that we do to really honor, acknowledge, and celebrate them. Think about little kids. They, they celebrate things they do all the time. It's like, oh, look what I did. you know. And as we become adults, we, we don't actually do that. We just think we still have this much more to do. And so we kind of ignore everything that we have done. And I think it's important, super important to celebrate and embrace those things. And it really does open up more space for other things to come through. So let's talk a little bit more about being aware instead of trying to work things out in your head because this is so super important in stepping into our feminine way, our feminine power, whatever you want to call it. It is a feminine side of ourselves and men have it too where we allow the guidance to come through. We don't have to figure everything out. Trying to figure things out is is very um, tiring. I'm sure that if you think about when all those times that you're trying and you're pushing and you're working so hard, it's very, very exhausting. And actually, why do we have to do it that way? It's because we believe that it won't get done any other way. But of course, when we start to open ourselves up to the possibilities of that we are creative, that we are intuitive beings, then we can work in a completely different way than perhaps we've worked in the past. And so I encourage you to really try and find those ways for yourself because in this journey that we're on together, it's important that you do it your way, no matter what anyone else is doing out there. Sure, we can take on different strategies and we can take on 
you know, doing it the way someone's done it for a while. And even if, if you're an artist, it's very common. You know, you start to do artwork. You haven't done it before. You don't know your own style and you start copying other people's. But eventually, as you keep working, you do come to recognizing your own way of working, your own style. And that's really important part of the process. So don't get lost in just following, following, following. Keep tuning in to what feels right for you. Use your intuition to feel what's right for you in your creating process and really trust that because we talked about trust and surrender in that last episode. And they're two of my favorite words. And um, you can practice trust and surrender in many different ways. Even in um, my yoga practice and in my teaching, I've really leaned into teaching more of a yin-style yoga. And what that means is that we're just sort of in a more surrendered state, not an efforting state. So that's the difference between doing an effortful yoga pose where you're using your muscles and you're you know, sweating. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying the other side to that is being in the yin part of yoga, which is allowing, yielding, opening up, being receptive, really dropping in deeply, tapping into that essence of who you are. And that happens all the time for us. It's always there. It's always happening. But the mind, you know, all the thinking that we do and all the striving and the work, trying to work things out, and what Karen calls the monkey mind, and which is, you know, something that is, I think, was coined by um, a lot of Eastern philosophies and Buddhists. The monkey mind gets in the way. And I know that, you know, we're on a high level here. I know that um, a lot of you listening are totally aware of that. But it's important to keep reminding yourself over and over and over again, who am I listening to? Am I really listening to my deeper self, my true self, or am I listening to all this mind chatter that's going on? And just that simple question and a deep breath can take you right back into that place of, you can call it the heart, the intuitive heart, and really feeling into what feels joyful, what feels light, and going into trusting that sensation and letting that sensation guide you in whatever it is you're creating. So next week I'll be talking to another brilliant Misfits. I'm going to continue a little bit longer on this theme because I'm enjoying it so much. I hope you are too. Um, This theme of intuition, creativity, and business, all those three things together, and they work so beautifully. And I think they're really important that those three elements become more and more an important part of our consciousness and our expression. So until next week, be true to you and be brilliant. And thank you for tuning in. I always am so deeply humbled and appreciative that you do. And um, don't forget to give it a review if you feel inclined, especially an episode that you especially enjoyed. Please go to iTunes and rate and review. I'd really appreciate that. Until next time, lots of love. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, 
aishakennedy.com. 